Welcome to the Creators Are Brands podcast show situation. My name is Tom Boyd. I am a content creator. I've been working in front of the camera, behind the camera, storytelling in some way for over 13 years. There have been many instances where I had these ideas and I put them out into the world. Sometimes I didn't really take them too seriously. They were just side passion projects. And some of those projects, funny music videos, parody songs, skits, led to my current full-time job. So I'm a, I'm a part-time creator. I do this. This is a passion of mine. I enjoy working with artists and creators and storytellers that are putting their ideas into the world and helping them connect the dots. And that's what this show is about. This is about, and I know, listen, the creator economy, fun buzzword, right? Is it a buzzword though when there's hundreds of millions of dollars being invested into the platforms that are powering this economy? The individual creators and storytellers themselves are making a lot of money, uh, middle class type money, small money as part-time creators. They're everywhere. This is happening and the opportunity is in front of us for the bold people that reach out and grab it. And the way I see this show is... I am not an expert. I am a guest on behalf of you, peering into this world, learning what it takes to be a full-time creator, to be a part-time creator, to to put your ideas into the world and build a brand off of your storytelling. And I think it's an amazing, amazing thing because I have a hunch that the creators, the storytellers that are at the core of this thing, the thing that is powering this, this booming industry, I have a hunch that they are the same people that couldn't sit still in class when they had to memorize physics, <laughs> when they had to memorize <laughs> you know, what, what the capital of what was. You couldn't sit still in class because you were, were busting at the seams to communicate and explore and, and follow your curiosity. But now... We have a place, y'all. We have a we have somewhere to go. We we can put our ideas into the world and we can we can make that impact. We can create that influence and get that attention and 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 follow our our creative uh our, our creative inclinations for what's possible. It's at our fingertips and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And Here's where I'm going to segue into that. So we're going to talk more about the creator economy and get to the core of why I call this show Creators Are Brands and then a little snippet into my beliefs about what it takes to be a successful creator. And for the most part, these shows will be with guests. Every now and then I'll do individual shows and about sharing my insights that I've learned over the years or directly from these guests. But I am very much a journalist in this with you. I am reporting on to you based off of my findings with these conversations and with my experience uh, working as a creator for the last 10 years. So here we go. Signal Fire. Let's, let's talk about what the creator economy is. Signal Fire writes, what is the creator economy? It it's defined as the class of businesses 
built by over 50 million independent content creators, curators, and community builders, including social media influencers, bloggers, videographers, plus the software and the finance tools designed to help them with growth and monetization. The creator economy is very much powered by storytellers, YouTubers, podcasters, writers, TikTokers, IG creators, speakers, gamers. And the three top trends in the creator economy are creators moving their top fans off social media networks onto their own websites, apps, and monetization tools. Creators becoming founders, building out teams, and assembling tools to help them start businesses while focusing on their art and creators gaining power in the media ecosystem as fans seek to connect with individual personalities rather than faceless publishers. The storytellers have the power. This is the new media. This is the future of where we get our information. People are no longer trusting big corporations. People are no longer trusting the, the news sources. Lee Jim. The economy in which Legion, if you don't know Legion, I'll tell you a little bit about Legion. I don't so I listened to her podcast, Means of Creations and Means of Creation, and I read a couple of her articles and I follow her on Twitter. That's the extent of our, our relationship. But when she wrote about one hundred true fans and then she wrote about um the future of work, both of those articles made me like had me glowing. Because like I said, that those storytellers, those people that couldn't sit still in class, I was like, wait, there is a direction for these types of people now. <laughs> there is there's actually a place where they can direct that that energy, that excitement, that enthusiasm to share. There's a name for it. There's people investing in it. There's people that think they can make a lot of money off of it. And that was so exciting to me. She's really smart. If you want someone that's way more articulate than I am about the, the creator economy, I would go check out her work. So she writes, the economy, the creator economy is the ec economy in which people are building influence and audience online, primarily through social platforms. Very simple. She also talks about the passion economy, which is similar it's a it's a it's a similar subset, uh, but it's it she breaks it that down as anyone who is monetizing their individuality. That's really cool. Your individual story is the thing that is your competitive advantage. I talk about this. So th there's a moment and and this is a story that I think is important to share because it applies to this show and it applies to the creator's journey. There's a moment when Maggie Rogers met Pharrell Williams. I don't know if you saw it. It was a viral clip. So Maggie Rogers was a, a, a student at Clive Davis Institute of Recorded Music in New York, at, at New York University. And it, she shows up. It was supposed to just be another day at college. They were told to have a, a song prepared as a homework assignment and bring it to class. She did not know that when she played that song, Pharrell Williams would be in the class listening to her and critiquing that song. She plays the song for Pharrell, and you see this expression on Pharrell's face. 
It's the stink face. It's the sign of approval. It's the, he is totally encapsulated in the sounds, in the music, in the lyric, in the songwriting that she put into that song. And Pharrell's response was this, and this is, this is what we need to think about. I have zero notes because you're doing your own thing. It's singular. It's like when Wu-Tang Clan came out. No one could judge it. You couldn't compare it to anything else. It's a special quality, and all of us possess that quality. You have to be willing to see. You have to be real frank with your music. You have to be frank with your choices. Your whole story, I can hear it in your music. So this creator world, the reason I bring in this, this idea, and, and this piggybacks off of what Lee Jin says about monetizing your individuality, this is a world where your individuality is your competitive advantage. Your story is your competitive advantage. This is a world that is accessible if you decide to be frank, to make bold choices, and to publish. This was such a beautiful moment because she was just a student. Even before she played the song for Pharrell, she set it up, you know, she's like kind of like, oh, it's not really finished. I'm waiting for it to be mixed and mastered. Like she was not in a place to publish. Who knows if Pharrell didn't hear this school project, this experiment, if she would have ever had the courage to put this gold, her art, her ideas, her story into the world. And I believe many people have that gold, have that art, have those stories to share with the world, but they hold back because they don't have that opportunity for Pharrell to sit in their classroom and give them that sign of approval. They don't have that moment, so they just always hold back, and it bottles up within themselves, and then they walk through life with lack of purpose, lack of fulfillment, because they never press published, because they never got over the messy part at the beginning that is required for creators to build a brand online. I believe many people have that gold, and we don't have to wait for Pharrell to show up to give us that excuse. We can start today. We can keep going today. That is what I believe, okay? So that's why that story matters. And the beliefs of this show is the creators, the digital storytellers are the new public speakers. Back in the day, they used to teach public speaking in high school. I believe they should start teaching how to be a creator, how to tell stories online in high school before public speaking because that is the communication that matters today. That is the communication that you could say one thing, it can get to millions of people. That is a skill set that you can bring to any company that is an asset to any company that you would ever want to partner with. Or build a company around if it's your own. Second belief, everyone is creative. Not everyone has the courage to be creative. What does that mean? Everyone has incredible ideas. The willingness to put yourself out there and be vulnerable is something that is, the, that's the thing that needs to be learned. It's not the creative aspect. Many of us were told early on, oh, you're just not creative. And we put that label on ourselves. But creativity shows up in many ways. If you, your creativity can show up in, the fact that you have a passion for building birdhouses. Well, guess what? On the internet, there's a lot of people that want to learn how to build birdhouses. Your creativity can show up as a football coach. 
let's say you write and create these like fantastic offensive plays that the defense just can't stop and you have this creative approach on on play calling you could build a whole channel a blog a course around that everyone is creative not everyone has the courage to put those ideas into the world. So what we have to do and what we're going to do in this podcast as we learn out loud together, as I build this thing with you, because listen, I'm, I'm kind of confident. I'm trying to get more confident. I'm basically, if this, you know, some people are like, hey, I'm going to watch the podcast just to see if it flops. And some people are going to say, I'm going to watch the podcast to see if he makes it. Either way, you're going to learn it. Either way, either way, you're going to learn out loud with me as I'm producing this podcast. Number three, hire yourself. So the same way, have you ever worked for a company and you stop, drop, and roll every time they ask you to do something because you're being held accountable by someone else? What I want you to do is, for your creator brand, hire yourself today. Choose to believe Decide that you are the best person to lead your creator brand, to lead, to be the face on camera, to be the publisher, to be the person that, that is held accountable for the ideas that you're putting in the world. Decide that you are the best person for the job. Put in your resume and say, hey, I'm the best person for this brand. For So many times we just rely on like other people to tell us what to do. Hire yourself. <laughs> You're the best candidate. You are the best person because your individuality, who you are, your story, your background, your experiences are irreplaceable. You are the best person for the job. Four, seek to serve. So we have attention-driven creators and we have impact-driven creators. Attention-driven creators are your typical people that just want to run up the numbers, know how to run up the numbers, and they'll do anything to get those numbers really high. You can probably think of a vlogger or a TikToker that does some things that, that don't lack the most in, or, or lack do some things that lack integrity. And they do those things because they're willing to do anything to get those numbers, to keep keep those numbers high so they can get the sponsorships, which is fine, right? That's fine. They can run and do their thing. But what I believe is there's a, there's a middle ground there where you have impact-driven creators who understand how to get attention, but they seek to serve. They seek to provide impact. They seek to be purpose-driven with their content. That's the Matt Diavellas, the Peter McKinnons, the Danny Gewurzes, the people who are entertaining and they're providing value at the same time. They truly care about their audience and empowering them. Let's seek to be impact-driven creators instead of solely attention-driven creators. The media that you're creating is important. Like I said, the news, these big networks have been the voice for so long. Now, it's individuals like you that have the opportunity to control the narrative in your industry. Not even, con control is not a good word, to explore it, to share it, to reveal it. That's why the creator economy is so important. It takes the control away from these massive corporations that have agendas and 
you can build your own relationship with your audience and share freely and openly about what you're experiencing. That, that can't happen at a news or media station, but it can happen with your brand. Number six, the process is the goal. Who you're becoming is the goal. So let's talk about this podcast. I have a metric goal for this podcast. I have a fun goal for this podcast. And I have a process goal for this podcast. So the metric goal is an amount of downloads each month. That's 10,000. The fun goal is I want to interview Will Smith by the 100th episode. And the process goal is I just got a notification. (laughs) And the process goal is put out a podcast a week until the 100th video. So uh, we're, we're, I have those three items and those combined, right? I'm able to focus on the task at hand, the, the project at hand, put my head down and work. And knowing that, okay, even if I hit them, like they align me, they give me a direction, but the real goal is who I become in the process. In the process, if I do that, I'll become a better interview interviewer. I'll I'll build more relationships. I'll become a better producer. I'll have the ability to uh, understand the branding of a podcast. I'll learn more about the creator economy. So these are all process-driven goals, or th- these are all who I'm becoming in the process that is the most important thing. Then those soft skills, those things I'm understanding, I'll be able to apply to any project that I want to work on. Right. So like you got to have like the the goals that give you the direction, but understand the true magic is who you're becoming in the process. Number seven, follow your curiosity through the creative process. So you can tell. So here's the deal. People might not like me. That's fine. People say, hey, I don't really jive with his delivery style. That's fine. But what people will not be able to say is. He doesn't care, right? I am truly following my curiosity. I am truly following what interests me. And through following my interest, my curiosity, you can feel the excitement, the enthusiasm. You can feel that. I hope you can. And that's sort of a belief. Follow your curiosity, especially at the beginning. Throw spaghetti at the wall. See what sticks, see what you like, see what the audience is picking up and putting down. It's a beautiful thing to follow your curiosity and then get that feedback. Oh, people are responding to that. That's cool. I enjoy doing it and they respond and then do more of that. Number eight, the best way to network is to build. And I made a little video on bonus footage about this. And the funny thing is a lot of people were confused by it. The best way to network is to build. The second best way to network is to network. (laughs) But I believe if you're networking, but you're also not building anything, then it's an empty, it's empty. People want to see results. People want to see that you can do it. People want to see movement. It's the old adage of, I think Chris Rock said it, all right? So if your car breaks down, right, and you're on the side of the road, and you start waving for help. You're waving for help for a couple hours. No one stopped. No one's stopping. 
But you decide then, you know what? I'm just going to start pushing my car. You start pushing your car. Oh, people see you in action. People see you being bold and attempting something that kind of looks wild, right? <laughs> people are going to pull over and help you push that car. That is that is the 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 idea around network network the best way to network is to build and i'll give you a little example a friend and i years ago decided to make a little funny mixtape and we pulled random songs off the internet and we made these remixes and we put them out then <laughs> then I'll, what happened was uh a, a old friend reached out and said hey I would love to produce original beats for that. Okay? So he starts producing original beats. We put those songs out. Then a singer-songwriter and another another guy who's in the music industry reaches out and says, hey, I want to be part of that. So we start creating songs with them, putting them out. We're building, right? We're, we're, we're showing our work out loud. Then as a result of that, video guys start reaching out and said, hey, can we film videos for you? So I started working with these video guys. So now we're building. We're building and networks at the same time. And the, if we didn't put those songs out, these guys wouldn't have known, oh, that's what they're doing, and I want to be part of that. And you can apply this to any industry you're in. Then we put them out. A monster brand sees what we're doing. Oh, they reach out to me. I build the relationship with them. Then I start putting vlogs out. I start putting skits out, little fun ideas. And then the brand says, hey, can can you do that for us? So I'm building out loud. I'm building out loud. And people are saying, hey, can you, can you do that for us? Then eventually this brand brings me on as a full-time consultant. Then the brand hires me full-time. And that is my experience of the best way to network is to build, right? We started with the the MVP version and we just put the ideas out there. And people want to come help you push the car. You got to start putting stuff out there when it's messy, when it's dirty. And, and like-minded individuals will come to your aid and help and want to be part of something. Okay, so number 10, surround yourself with forward-thinking individuals. Now, that one comes after the network. The best way to network is to build because these people, these friends that came into my life, these people are essentially the core of why I'm doing this show. All of these people are cheerleaders for what I was doing. They were in my ear giving me insight, giving in my ear giving me direction. And they they raised the caliber caliber of my creative output because they had big visions for themselves. They had big dreams. They they were all people that were of an high integrity, of had great intentions. And because of that, they were all people that were into self-development and bettering themselves. And because of that, that made me want to be better. But if we're around people that have no direction, have no motivation, <laughs> have negative outlooks on the world, we're going to become that. We are, it, it's, it's an old adage, it's, it's almost a cliche at this point, but we are the average of the five people we sp spend the most time with. 
and I believe it, and I've seen it play out. As soon as I was uh, surrounded myself by these more like-minded individuals that wanted something bigger for their lives, then I started to, it was contagious. And, and I appreciate that about them. And now, the, one of the sources where I get the, the people, that, that type of idea um, is through podcasts, is through eavesdropping on conversations with successful people, people that built $100 million companies, people that have built YouTube channels, people that have built courses that they make a million a year off of. I'm like, yo, I get to just sit back and eavesdrop on this guy's conversation? And and essentially, that's what a relationship is. Like, you know, if you're having a conversation with friends, you get to eavesdrop and, and, and intermix with their ideas and learn what worked and what didn't work. That's what we're doing. So that is the point of this podcast. I'm going and I'm having these conversations with these people to hopefully elevate the um, your understanding of this world, of the creator economy, of what it takes to be a successful creator, of what the brands are looking for in creators, in uh, how to build a team, the soft skills, communication, confidence, all of the stuff that has to come together to have a sustainable, enjoyable career where you actually make money and you get to call the shots okay and then i said this before the final one is throw spaghetti at the wall and i I said it before but throw it at the wall 100 times and that is what i'm doing with this show i am throwing spaghetti 100 freaking times at the wall with each episode and we're going to see what sticks. <laughs> and we're going to learn out loud about what works. And it started from my it started from my Instagram page. And I put the Instagram uh, on the bonus footage Instagram. I've been sharing these little insights that I've learned over the years, working behind the scenes with these artists, working and consulting with creators, working with big brands, working as a creative, selling my ideas and my stories. And I've been sharing these little insights. And as a result, people reached out to me and were cheerleaders for me. You, it was probably you. You said, hey, Tom, you should start a podcast. You should, you should have a longer format version of these short videos. And that's what I did. So those little versions, I was throwing spaghetti at the wall, right? And, I, and as a result, now I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall with this one. And I can't wait. You know, some of you might say, hey, Tom never record a podcast again but some of you and i'm going to listen to the ones that are more supportive you're going to say hey keep doing that keep doing that i appreciate i'm going to tune in and lock in but the idea is i'm throwing spaghetti at the wall 100 times it's the 100 rule noah kagan talks about it roberto blake talks about it seth godin talks about it that's part of the process goal it's hard to even tell who you are what your voice is what you want to say who you really want to connect with until you have that catalog of ideas out there So that was an extended version of saying, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) This is the Creators Are Brand Show. I really hope I keep that name the same and I I don't change it. But uh, this is the show and I'm excited for you to, to be on the journey with me as I learn out loud and I build this thing. And when I put that information out there on, on the podcast that I will start or, or on my Instagram that I'll start in the podcast, I started connecting with like-minded individuals and started to build a little team around producing this podcast. So right now I still have, I have my day job and I love my day job. It's a, it's amazing. 
but I see myself as a part-time creator on the weekends. This is a passion of mine. I love this. And because of this small team that I built, I'm able to record these, batch record these episodes, send these episodes to editors, and then put these out there for your consumption. And I want to share the little behind the scenes of how I'm building this to show, that, show you that it's attainable, that you can do this too. That is what I want. I, I want you, I want you to, after every show, I want you to feel empowered to put your ideas in action. I want you to say, hey, I know more information than I did 30 minutes ago about what it takes to become a creator in, 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 in whatever um, way that shows up in your life, in, in whatever way that you would find fulfilling in your world. And, you know, either way, I appreciate you watching this first video. I appreciate uh, you for potentially liking, subscribing, sharing this first video, this first, if you're listening on audio, the first one on audio. And we're starting out very raw. You know, I, I don't know if we might not have any intro for this one. We might just, we're going to start with the basics, the MVP, just me hooting and hollering at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> into the microphone and then build from there you know and then through these episodes through these podcasts we'll uh, we'll start to we'll upgrade the production quality we'll add a little intro song we might add some sponsors hey guys uh, it would be nice to be able to pay the people that are helping me edit this thing it we might we might add some oh a graphic at the beginning who knows you might reach out and say hey tom i want to make the graphic let me know we're learning out loud. We're building this, this thing out loud. We're learning what it takes to become a brand as a creator. And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch this one subject before we wrap this thing up. This idea of branding. Why creators are brands. First, brand implies business. This is legit. It's not a measly hobby. This is a stamp of approval saying, hey, those little videos, those little stories you're telling, you're actually building something bigger than you. Those articles that you're writing that your family doesn't actively support, you're actually building a brand. This is a real thing that a lot of people are making money and finding fulfillment in. Let's go even further. On the future podcast, Marty Numier discusses what branding isn't. He says, what is branding? A brand is not a logo. A brand is not a product. A brand is not a promise. A brand is not the sum of all the impressions it makes on an audience. A brand is a result. It's a person's gut feeling about a product, service, or company. It's in their heads and in their hearts. A brand is your reputation. A brand, And then Fabian Gerhalter says, a brand is something that has personality, that has soul. That is what people react to. Traditional branding lacks personality so much. It's why brands are investing so much time and energy into borrowing the trust from your brand, from the creator's brands. They are creating a story, an experience that is able to be so versatile because it's a feeling that they have created with their audience. You are creating a feeling, a reputation, a connection. Creators are stories, soul, connection, and personality. And that's what all brands are striving for. That's why creators are brands. That is the first episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Like, subscribe, all the things. Have a beautiful, inspired day. Bye-bye.